I'm Laura Linney, and this is Masterpiece Classic. Last time on Downton Abbey, Matthew and Mary got married. Bates went to jail. And Lord Grantham made some poor financial decisions. How will that play out in this week's episode? We'll find out now. And as long as I got my suit and tie, I'm gonna leave it all on the floor tonight. And it got fixed up to the nines. Let me show you a good thing. And we're back. Hey now. So some big news dropped yeah. since the last <clears> time we recorded. We briefly mentioned it on last week's episode because we didn't we recorded it before the announcement but we're here Mm -hmm. the movie the movie's happening baby they're filming in september get excited downton abbey on it's back yeah 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 now dave we we haven't really discussed in depth but what are you looking for in this movie is there anything you're excited about honestly the more i get into rewatching this show Mm -hmm. i don't I, i just want more you want more Mosley? I yeah. The thing <laughs> is, it's like I'm like down in general. I enjoy it, but I have a, a bit of indifference when it's not mm-hmm. right in front of me. So I want it to just be more high quality down. I don't necessarily. When do you think it's going to take place? What year? Because if they go, it's like World War Two, which is a possible thing. What? <laughs> I don't know. They cover big historical events. World War Two is the how old would Lord Grant? That's be? the thing, 70? though, because they always play fast and loose with the ages. So I don't know if they could go that far to the World War Two. So maybe we're thinking early 30s or right after... Late 20s? When does the show end? I don't even want to look because we have this podcast to do. I don't want yeah, to... Yeah, we don't want to... No spoilers, okay? We yeah, don't... didn't we have the bet for the, the end of season two? Or season oh, three? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was just thinking, you know, so when they come out with those DVD box sets and they have like the entire cast on it, how are they going to fit this entire cast on the movie poster? Because the movie pro- poster is a little bit more vertical. That's a lot of faces to get on there. They can't just have them standing side by side. Just do Robert and Mary and Cora. And Bates? No. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking about that. Like um, Just just Bates. <laughs> yeah. I, I, this is wrong, but like I, I re- looked up the actor who plays John Bates recently just to see like, what he's been up to or anything. And the top hit that came up was that he was busted for drunk driving back in 2016 and he was sentenced to four years without driving a car. <laughs> and so, you know when they're filming this movie, he's being driven to the set, Mr. Bates. He's, he's not going to be uh, <laughs> showing up there. He can uh, manage. He can manage. <laughs> He'll have someone to help manage for him. But uh, that's one thing I keep thinking about for this new movie. Like, what if they flash forward far enough and we see a son, maybe? A son for Bates and Anna. <laughs> hey, I son. mean, it's assumed, right? Hello, son. <laughs> In their cottage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you think of things that could happen in this movie. you got to think there's got to be a big death. You know, someone's got to die in this movie. Why? It's a mo- It's not like... I, I feel like it's got to... It's gotta, not the Infinity War. <laughs> no, but I think the Downton movie has to have, like, all the elements of what we love about the show. So, high drama, romance. Death. I mean, those are big moments. I, I feel like I could see, you know... You can't kill Grantham. He's he's the man. You don't want to kill, you know, Violet or whatever, you know, spoilers, but like she sticks around because she's the most popular character. 
I feel like Carson is in that sweet spot of that. It would get people emotional. But how they can't make him get shot and the no, die. no, it's Carson dying of old age or something like that. But then is he in the whole movie and he like Yoda dies at the end of the movie? <laughs> yeah, I know. I do think it. I, I was already thinking about this today. I was like running and I was thinking like it's got to be something where Mary maybe is pregnant or something. You know, maybe there's another baby or, or is there a baby? I don't know. Spoilers, spoilers. But uh, she has a baby and Carson's on his deathbed. And he gives her some advice that makes her okay with having a baby or something like that. And then Carson dies. And disappears. <laughs> yeah, he literally, he disappears in the sheet and like, <laughs> falls to the bed. This, I'm predicting I could, it. I could see there being a death, but I wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want it to be anybody too important. Right. I mean, is Carson that? that? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. It's up for debate. We got a long way to go. They haven't even started filming. Maybe it'll this. be Richard Carlyle. Richard Carlyle's coming back. <laughs> I would. I would go crazy. Oh man! If they made an individual <laughs> character poster for Richard Carlyle, that'd be we'd... signed, <laughs> autographed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we should probably like preface this like podcast with spoilers for the talk in the movie. If anyone was listening, you can listen now. You can drop back in. Sure. Yeah. 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 We didn't spoil much. No, we no. didn't spoil anything really. Just, just that, that some, characters don't die in the show. Really, some main characters aren't. This isn't Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Jorah will be dead on Game of Thrones, so Richard Carlyle will come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe uh, the Duke will come back. Yeah, I mean, you think about this, like any characters that left the show, they have to come back for the movie in some way, in like flashback form or something. Like people who are fan favorites who are, you know, not with the show towards the end of the series, they got to come back in some way. Maybe. Yeah. Giamatti. We haven't even met Giamatti yet, and we don't even know what happens <laughs> with Giamatti. But wait, what about Laura Lenny, though? I mean... Lenny could. Because I would love it if the movie had this, his masterpiece classic, and then the movie starts. But it's it's like the beginning of Aladdin, where she's in the world. She like turns her head, and she's in the street. I'm Laura Lenny. <laughs> and then it starts going down. I need to rewatch Aladdin, because I don't remember that at all. It begins with the, the guy singing the song. But it's not a guy like saying like I'm more linear. No, but it's, you know it's a guy singing the song, and it turns out he's like the shopkeeper. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like Laura Linney's in Downton World. So what? She's like pushing like a shop cart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Laura Linney, and this is Downton Abbey. This is masterpiece classic. And uh, then trumpeters. Dun, 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 oh dun. man, do you think I think about the score? How they're going to do it for the big screen? Can you imagine that in like IMAX? That like the violins Down, playing and everything. Downton does have really good music. Yeah. And, and I mean, it has great cinematography. Like, it naturally lends itself to a theater. I mean, some episodes are already feature length anyway. So, like, what are we even talking about when we have expectations for the movie? We already kind of know. It'll just be like uh, Arrested Development Season 4. It'll, oh, we're back. Hopefully, it'll be of higher quality relative to the rest of the show. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, fantasy booking this. Mm-hmm. I'd love it if the movie, like, took place over the course of one year and it hit, like, every season. You know, start in the spring, summer fall then end with winter like it like with a nice little christmas touch at the end i'd love to see that ends Julian. with christmas yeah yeah why don't you do it like uh harry potter like it and it so the, the holidays are not necessarily the the mm. importance well I, I guess i'm just used to every season ending with a christmas thing so just have the movie end with that i don't know do you think this is the start of a downton abbey movie series i i could or do you just want sex in the city did it to uh, diminishing uh, ends you know but uh 
Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I'm just excited. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, we're probably maybe depending on how the news goes, we'll we'll keep you updated with the Downton Abbey movie news as we get it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thanks to all of our friends, family, and fans that sent us the the stuff. Uh, almost uh, comedically so, where you had to say, stop sending me notifications <laughs> about the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we know. We're, we're grateful. We're extremely grateful. It was one of those mo- blessed moments where you're like, oh, wait a minute. I have all these interests, but everybody just <laughs> sent me this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But we, we have business to tackle before we get to the movie. We got plenty of seasons to get through before oh, that yeah. happens. And we, I mean, we got to say, this movie might do us wonders. I'm, I'm For saying all the people that are trying to jump I, into Downton. Yeah. Hey, we got you. Yeah. If you want us to be in the background of the movie, just speak up. We'll, 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 we'll see about that. We'll, we'll be, we already had the scones and the tea. We already took the test at the Downton Abbey exhibit. Yeah, we know what our positions are. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're footmen. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Carlisle, I'll be Richard Carlisle's footman. Yeah. Oh my God. There you go. <laughs> That's he just, my dream role. <laughs> <laughs> he just steps out. You you come off the train, and then who's coming after you? Richard Carlisle. I'm shuffling with all these suitcases, and I'll I'll be Sir An- uh, Sir Anthony's boy. You know. I don't. No. No. <laughs> all right. We'll see. We'll see. We there's we got time to f- figure this out. Yeah. Maybe you you could be Carson's. Bastard child. <laughs> what? You know, you're the other charming Charlie's child. Okay, yeah, I, I could take that. Maybe. I don't know. We'll, 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 I'd love to be. Oh, can I be Bates' son? No, <laughs> he has a thirty year old son. <laughs> yeah. I never told you about this, Anna. I have a son. Vera was a child. <laughs> okay. I've abandoned my boy. <laughs> He's not. This is not. There will be blood. All right. All right. So. Let's start with the episode. Season three, episode two. What year is it? It's it's four twenty. It's four. Oh, it is officially because we said it last time that it might have been four twenty. This is four twenty. We're on twenties. Uh, so the episode starts with a, a new car. Yeah. At first, I was watching and I was like, "Wait a minute, what am I supposed to be excited about?" I'm like, oh, he's driving a car. Yeah, I was like, "This is the first time we've seen a car." And it's like, no, Branson was a driver for years. Edith drove. Edith did drive. This is just a nice souped-up new car that Matthew says that will make them howl at the moon. <laughs> I mean, is that the reaction you have when you see a new car that's really nice? I mean, it would be like if someone... I think them riding in the car alone would be like seeing someone with like a Tesla. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, how what? <laughs> <laughs> that Tesla. Uh, and I think Grantham even says, what in God's name is this when they roll up in it? Uh so it did it did draw reactions. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then Grantham says, how was the honeymoon? And Sir Matthew says to his father-in-law, he says, my eyes have been opened. To which his father-in-law says, don't I know it? Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, different times. Uh, that's a, uh, yeah. Lord Grantham is so very happy to have Matthew as his his son. Also, Matthew's just happy to tell the world, like, me and her, we, we've been doing it all the time. We're married. Uh, good to know, Matthew. Yeah, th- good, thanks, man. Good good to know you married her properly. Um, so, you know, they, they show up, but Matthew and Mary are still planning to move out of Downton. That's, that's still in the cards for them. Uh, which is kind of funny, because Mary worries the whole episode about losing Downton. 
when you're gonna be you're gonna be moving out of there, Mary, right? Well, she's gonna be moving out of there until her she you know they inherit it, right? Which will be so far down the line, you know, who knows? Like she they just she doesn't want to embrace the future. I mean, that could be what the movie's about: the decline of the manor culture. Yeah, they lose the house and them adapting. That's a big point of discussion in this episode. So maybe they move the movie to World War II? No, no, just in the 30s or the late 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's funny, though, because her and Matthew aren't getting along, and you you can see how married they are now when she's like, stop and give me a kiss before I get cross, because love solves every kind of problem in the world, right? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So the the financial difficulties are still going on with Lord Grantham. Yep. And uh, we we see him having a, a you know after Matthew gets back he's having a cigar with Matthew while while stroking Isis, <laughs> uh, as grown men do. And uh, Lord Grantham is kind of sussing out with Matthew what to do with the fortune or whatever. And I thought this was so ridiculous because Matthew's is like if I gave you the money that I get from Lavinia's family I'll be nothing more than a criminal. And all Lord Grantham says is, I see. What What do you mean? Like, plead your case. Like, this is your son-in-law. You're trying to take care of your father. He's so he's so happy to say that he's a son, though. He's just happy. Lord Grantham is happy to have him, and he doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. That's fair, but, I mean, you're going to lose your house. What else are you going to do? Well, at the end of the episode, they, they make a very good point that they never make elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But they're like... We'll just sell this estate and get a slightly smaller estate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cora's like fine with that, and Mary's like, "Nuh uh." We need. There's going to be an ancient Egyptian museum in this basement. <laughs> yeah, one in a, day in a hundred years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how, how I feel about this. This is like I, I kind of just side with Mary. Maybe it's because we're Americans. I just side with Mary and and Grandma. And it's like just let it go. Like you know, you're, Cora and Grandma. Yeah, Cora and Grandma. You, you're going to be rich anyways. Like who cares yeah. if you need this manor? Like. It doesn't stand for anything. Well, they say it stands for tradition in the town and all that stuff and all the people they employ. The times are changing. Yeah. But it's the same, you know, it's the same as, uh, you know, the way we as Americans perceive the royal family. We're like, oh, what do you do? And it's to us, it's nothing. But well, I got news for you. I don't care about the royal family and they're big old. You don't? I mean, I'm not British. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, it's nice that there's still royalty and stuff, but I, I don't get it. Yeah, but it's it's tradition. Power you wouldn't the... want them to all die. No, I don't want them to die, but power <laughs> to the people. <laughs> so then, uh, but the thing is, effectively, if Downton did close, all those people would lose their jobs. I'm sure they're equipped to find jobs elsewhere. Oh, really? You think Mosley's going to go find another job? Well, again, if Downton closed, they would not lose, the footmen would not lose their jobs. It would be like Carson and all the people downstairs that would lose their job. So... um. May I think there would still be people in smaller places had a smaller staff, but I would think that yeah. they would. <clears throat> excuse me. So what I does think, that mean? Like Thomas just loses his job, then we're fine. Yeah. Well, or people <laughs> that we don't know, Alfred. Yeah. yeah, Alfred. We'll get to him. Um, so there's like this whole drama, the whole episode about trying to get Grandma to spare extra money to help save Downton. Uh, because she's got it. She's yeah. Those Americans, man, they're they're loaded. Um. Violet doesn't seem to like her much. <laughs> yeah, but the Dowager and Mary are trying to, like, butter her up. Yeah, I love uh, when the Dowager says she'll look as if she'll bury us all because Grandma's just, like, so vibrant and not going to go anywhere. 
they they also mentioned this episode that Cora has a brother. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, huh? Like we we've, we've never heard about him or anything. No. Uh but they're explaining why does Cora have the money and not the brother and it's because, you know, it's backwards somehow. Yeah, that's uh that's how that works over there. Yeah. But it's funny. Uh, so Grandma can kind of see through this whole scam that they're cooking up to like try and get money. Oh yeah, out yeah. She's uh Shirley MacLaine is is sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just like does Downton really matter? No, she's not. Like, I'd love to help you, but she she knows what uh, what's really worth. Yeah, and she and she spoiler alert she can't help them. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny because Cora's like you you guys have actually spent enough of my father's money. We'll be fine. Like she she it's has just, yeah it's such a weird. Uh, plot to involve such major players to not have any good resolution and just kind of be like eh yeah and i don't know just with cora as mary's mother you think she would have instilled in her some values of like you know i know you're spoiled and stuff like that but this is you know where i come from and this is what you know actually matters it's not about this manner mm-hmm. it's you know mm-hmm. so it's just odd that mary's just so hung up on it but i get it but the one thing that uh that i think the grandmama is really good about mm-hmm. is this dinner the dowager's dinner yeah yeah and it all goes awry because of uh stove breaking yeah so she just says like get all the food he can eat and Mm -hmm. let people walk around the house and all the brits are like what Mm?" like carson is not happy (laughs) yeah yeah but then all these people are like just doing it it's straight up the American way. It's like any party you've ever been to, you know, or I guess, eh, let's, you know, for our international fans, it's not just the American way. If you've ever been to a party in general, you don't just congregate around a dinner table. You go, you drink, and you mingle with a lot of people, and that's kind of what it is. It's just very modern, this party. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just, and then what is, uh, Hughes makes some reference to talking to Carson about breaking tradition. Yeah. And Carson's like, sometimes I like a show. He's like, Carson... You don't get invited to these parties, man. Yeah, if you, you are sh- not of that class, you are downstairs. Yeah, exactly. If you want to do a show, go join up with your charming Charlie buddy, man. Yeah. Like, um, they even have sing-alongs upstairs. What kind of show are you asking for, man? Oh yeah, and Grandmama is like the queen. She's she's hamming it up. Oh yeah, she's loving it. And she's she she does it. She's like an agent of chaos. Yeah. She just comes in and just like turns things askew a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then just walks away. Yeah. And she doesn't do much. Yeah. But what she does is she's magnetic and she mm-hmm. just makes you think about what you're doing. Or even, what, if you're the characters. I even like at the end of the night, like she's just hanging out with Grantham. She's drinking bourbon. Like, because right, he's like, would you want a, a whiskey before bed? And she's like, yeah. And she's like pushing 80. She's like, I would. Uh, down for that kind of nightcap. And she's like, no water. Like, just straight. And then she, does she hold the glass up to clink it? And Grantham, like, doesn't initiate to clink the glass. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Yeah, sure. Here, and then they mm-hmm. clink. Yeah, yeah. And she has that that wise statement of, or, or he does, like you don't choose to adapt; it's what's in you. And it's like, well, maybe Down has to just kind of just change, go with the go with the flow. Yeah, because we all know that for the rest of the series, Downton Abbey closes, and they're all in a small house. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> um, but I, I love it when she clarifies, like, oh yeah, the money's tied down. I can give you like enough money to buy new dresses. Yeah, and stuff. dress allowance for Cora. <laughs> but that's it. But okay. She can have give her daughter a dress allowance, mm-hmm. but her three granddaughters get nothing. I mean, who matters? Where's Edith's dress allowance? Uh, I mean, does she really need a dress allowance? Hey, <laughs> it's Edith. I mean, Mary needs the dress allowance. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how that keeps going, you know? Maybe, you know, because, I mean, Matthew is the rightful heir to that fortune. Maybe he'll change his mind. Mm-hmm. They keep pestering him. Yeah, and the and Grandmama at the end of the episode says, I want to go home. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's like, no, we like, I like the little yeah, agent of shaking, chaos. Yeah, you're shaking things up. Also, they kind of address off screen that that Indian guy who may have been an heir is probably dead. Like, they're just waiting on the death certificate. Yeah, like, they might need the death certificate for for Matthew to get the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pin Cushion is dead. <laughs> right. Pit Pellbrook or whatever his name is. All the names he had for that one episode. Um, so, what else is going on in this episode? Well, let's just stay with Upstairs. Edith is, uh... Yes. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say about this? It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord Grantham is has a discussion with Sir Anthony and says, I would appreciate it if he would cut this off. Mm-hmm. Also, did you notice like in this episode, like they stopped calling him Sir Anthony and they keep saying Strahlin a lot? I feel like it, like, it kind of changed around. It's like Strahlin. Or, I don't so know. Is it Strahlin or Strat- Stradlin? I think it's Stralin. I don't know. Strahlin? Like, Strahlin? Like Stalin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched it with subtitles, and that's how it was spelled. Okay. Well, yeah. Then then that's probably what it is. Maybe that's why I keep saying that name, because the subtitles kept saying it. But I realized, because I, I, I brought this up in the last episode of the podcast, he has this like this weird second bow tie, and then I realized, oh, it's a sling for his hand. He yeah. wears the sling for his hand. So on his IMDb page, it's a picture of him in Down Abbey with that sling. Yeah, I think you said that last time, too. Did I? I can't remember. But it's just so bizarre. Who would hire this actor who may have a damaged hand? Like Because hey, he's wearing a sling. Well, I've been watching Toast of London on well, Netflix. You're watching more British shows? Yeah, it's a comedy, which is 20 minutes and in and out and very, mm-hmm. very British humor. And he's one of the main characters of the show. That's right. You, you, you shocking. Keep, you keep sending me snaps and Snapchat of Sir Anthony on this other TV show with like the in quote bubbles. I love Edith. <laughs> It's like why? I but what's funny to me mm-hmm. is Sir Anthony doesn't seem like that enthusiastic about Edith in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I, I, I think because he realizes how weird it is, and he but, keeps pushing her away, and she doesn't want anything to do oh, with it. I love it when he's just like straight up, like I'm too old for you. <laughs> like he says the words that everyone wants to say, and she's like, I, whatever. Uh, she won't have it. It's so ridiculous. So Lord Grantham has Anthony write a letter to Edith, but Edith sees right through it. Oh yeah, and gets mad at Grantham. And was this before? After like they're just flirting at dinner in front of everyone, and everyone kind of like groans as like they're just open, (laughs) just uh, like Sidro Bob. Yeah, (laughs) it's just gross. But yeah, she confronts Grantham because she knows he manipulated. Because she's complaining to Grandmama about it. And yeah, Grandmama basically makes him write. You know, Grandmama's influence. Yeah. I mean, Edith does have a good point when she says, like, well, you've welcomed Branson into this house. Like, what makes Anthony wrong? To which I still agree, though, with Grantham's point that he's a quarter century older than you. Yeah. Which made me... He's a peer of Lord Grantham. So how old is Sir Anthony when he says he's a quarter century older than her? So So he's in his 40s. Does he look like he's in his 40s, though? He looks like he's older than that. Yeah. So they're being a little generous there when they say he's just a quarter century older than Edith. I don't, I don't know. He's also a, a weird... I mean, I know Edith is a little quirky. Anthony's a strange dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he's, has a tick. You know, he's always very like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's up to something. Um, he's like a, he's a rich nerd man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's into farming. 
Yeah, and he, he tells Edith, like, she gave him his life back and then kisses her. Like, we thought they were going to be put off from each other, the letter and everything. Nope, they're going to get married now? Ugh. Come on. Yuck. Like, who, who's, like, everyone at that wedding is going to have the same reaction that they had at the dinner table. Like, like ugh. Eh. Uh, I don't know about this. I don't know. I and like I like Sir Anthony on his own. Edith, take it or leave it. But them two together, it's just like leave it, leave it. Can't can't support. There's this a couple one. that you know you try to slowly push away from your game night until they <laughs> they don't ask for the invite anymore. Yeah, they get they get the picture. It's like oh, I'm hanging out with my friends, and then like here's my friend Edith from high school, and there's her 55 year old husband Sir Anthony. <laughs> oh, hello there. <laughs> Ugh, oh, uh, we're cutting game night down to once every two years. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Edith. <laughs> Maybe he'll be Anthony. dead by the next one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, I think is that that's the biggest stuff upstairs, right? I mean, um, Isabel announces that she has like a new occupation of helping the poor. This is just a way to get Ethel back in there. Freaking Ethel back. Such a random pop up. Like, like. Uh, was Are people that attached to Ethel? I feel like Downton is a show full of really good characters, and there's a couple like boring ones. Yeah, why are you bringing Ethel back? Yeah, I mean she came in there with such fire last season, and they really put her in the doghouse really quick, and then like it's just like this is not a fun story for her. I got. No. I, I hope they turn it around, but like you know, so Isabel Crawley, she she walks by Violet, and they're like, and we're supposed to be like as audience, oh my gosh, it's Ethel, and then like at the end of the episode, they kind of do the same thing where she's like. I shouldn't be here. And it's like, okay, well, we saw you earlier. All right, well. Great. We need another arc with you taking our time. We need something to keep Isabel uh, busy. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Speaking of Ethel, Ethel's old uh, support, Mm -hmm. Mrs. Hughes has a bit of an episode. Oh, man. On a very special episode of Downton Abbey. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) The cancer episode. Oh, my God. This is tough, but they handle it really well. Yeah, oh, but are you doing Pat more? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, <laughs> that that didn't make. Uh... So the, so yeah, something's up with Hugh. So they go to see who something's else. Something's up. It, it the scene starts with like Pat Moore being like, "That's definitely a lump." <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no no mistake. It's like the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the doctor told me it's definitely, definitely. cancer. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. And Pat Moore's like, "Well, we got to go see Clarkson." And then Clarkson's like, "Hey there." Um, what's it called? So Clarkson is kind of like, so he's like, "Let me check on it." Cut to another scene, then cut back to the scene, and then you see uh, he was buttoning up, or whatever. And it's like, oh man, that's such a Clarkson in there with Pat Moore in there. <laughs> it's just I prefer a, it if you stayed. So yeah, it's a weird visual. Um. Anyway, so Clarkson, he, he's fairly sure it's not cancer, but can we trust it's him at this conclusive. Yeah, but this is the man that didn't want to give Matthew the news that he might be able to walk. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a second episode, too, with Isabel, where oh, she was... The like, adrenaline. He has a checkered past with his medical, like... Yeah, he's like Dr. Hibbert. <laughs> yeah. He may be, you know, 50-50 on these things. So can we trust him with when he says there's no cancer? Um, and when he comes back and says the answer's not that simple, that's when we get the Patmore saying, oh my God. <laughs> but then he, he keeps saying like, stop it. Yeah. And then he says something else. And just, ah! Yeah. Yeah. He says, it will take two months before we go again or we find out. And then Patmore's like, oh my. And then she cuts herself. But I, I want more Patmore reactions. It's so good. Um, but it's so, it's not funny, but Hughes has to keep quiet the rest of the episode. Can't let Carson know. 
And Carson is just such a jerk to her. Like, not a jerk, but he's putting pressure on her. Yeah, I mean, it's a busy time. It's this very important dinner. You know, the newlyweds are back. They're understaffed. Yeah. Uh, he says, like, the people upstairs are eating, like, beater, beaters in a shooting, <laughs> which I have no idea what that means. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's, she's just going to keep it to herself, this whole noose. And he, uh, like, gets... He's like, I... We you got to get to work. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but do. then the episode has a very, very, very good moment mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, one of the moments that I'm watching this episode, and it legit made me like very happy as a mm-hmm. person. Like, it made my heart happy. Where Carson's like, if there's something wrong with you, tell me. Like, I care yeah. about you. Yeah, it's a show that's about like Downton is not like out of the ordinary, and anything that it does. But it never really lets these human moments resonate. Mm-hmm. But that, I was just like, man. Because it kind of keep it like a workplace. But, I mean, like any workplace, the people you work with are kind of an extended family. So you do care when, like, you know, they're either, you know, going through their own stuff and, you know. Yeah, well, I, I thought I really, like, the show can be very poignant in its emotions. Yeah. And that was a really good example of just Carson, like being a human yeah. to another human that he really cares about. That's true. Between all the hustle and bustle and drama and of the show, like it's good that they can take a moment to be like this is a real life thing that happens to people and like people ca- you people care mm-hmm. about you. Yeah. It is a very special He lets his guard of, down for yeah. once. But then it goes on to this morbid note I thought where Hughes uh, speaks to Pat Moore saying Everyone will die one day. <laughs> Try to keep it in proportion, which is and like, then doesn't it cut uh, to the credits after? That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yes, we, we all do die sometimes. Thanks, Hughes. It's, thanks for the reminder. Yeah, thank you. Um, so that 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 is going on downstairs. Uh, Bates is still in jail. Yeah, what? not too well. There's oh, there's a most good... of the episode is just uh, talking about letters and mm-hmm. notes. There's a Miss Bartlett who lived across the street who may have seen something or know something, but who is also a friend of Vera who might not want to talk to. Anna Bates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so once they get that news out of the way, I love how Bates is just like, tell me about France. Did you do the can-can down in France? Uh, frog legs. Yeah, frog legs, which are very good, might I say. Um, she teases that she bought a garter, though. Oh, boy. <laughs> and he's, he has a little twinkle in his eye. Yeah, yeah. Calm down at home. If, if only I wasn't in prison for murder. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to Google search a garter to be sure what it was. And it's um, it keeps up your stockings. So, whew, that, <laughs> oh, but John Bates. John Bates has got he's got a lot to think about. <laughs> that's that's a that's a n- nice gift <laughs> from Anna. Um, but then later on, yeah, he sees his celly, his cellmate. Like, yeah, he's exchanging like, something. Yeah, with a guard, and then mm. the guy walks in. He's like. You didn't see anything, <laughs> which is like spurs Bates to throw the guy up against the wall, grab him by the throat, and say, "Don't threaten me! Don't, don't ever threaten me!" Oh my god! And the music that they play is like, da, da, yeah, like no, he's Jaws. Like he's gonna like kill this man. I had throwbacks to when he threw uh, Thomas up against the wall and grabbed him by the throat. Like that's his move. That's like his finisher. Is like the stroke, <laughs> choke someone out on the wall, the choke out, the tap out. <laughs> yeah, that's John Bates. <laughs> Uh, this is charged finisher. Yeah. So I think that's just another note in why this is one of our favorite seasons for Bates because he's just he's he, unhinged. Yeah. He doesn't have his cane. We find out he doesn't even need his cane. He can just beat people up on his own <laughs> yeah. with his two fists. Well, it's a foreign object, so he's always wanted it around just in case. Yeah. 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 He can manage. Oh, he can more than manage, man. He can mess you up. Um. So the other thing going on in this episode downstairs, uh, Alfred. <laughs> 
Alfred, yeah, Alfred's got a bit of a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, so Thomas, who's still carrying a, a jealous streak towards Al- Alfred because he's kind of slung shot his way into being a footman. Uh, instead of Mosley, he's helping helping Matthew. Thomas offers to help him clean these coattails. Well, Alfred asks for the help, right? No, I think I, Alfred approaches him and says, hey, can you help me? I think it was more so Alfred was like struggling with it, and Thomas is like, oh, I can help you with that. I, let me show you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he gives him some, not baking soda, but something else to, which would burn a hole in the coattails. Yep. Because Thomas is a bad boy. Uh, this, is, this leads to a, like, a lot of ridiculous stuff downstairs where O'Brien then hides the clothes of... Does O'Brien hide the clothes? Yeah, she's taking them from... Yeah, we see her taking the stuff, and then the American Caesar taking the stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I must, have, the... I must have... I watched it late at night. So oh, okay. But oh, it's it's so funny, and we talked about it last time, mm-hmm. but like, I don't side with O'Brien. Because, yeah, Alfred did slingshot his way there. I mean, and he's not good. Is he that not that good? He's not great. He's not terrible, but he, he's not great. Hey, he's not Bates when he was dropping stuff on his first few days. That's true, but at the same time... O'Brien, I don't like. I don't like this rivalry. I don't like the two heels facing off against. It's each out of other. nowhere a little bit. It's annoying. <laughs> yeah, because I don't like Thomas comes in and he's hot because he wants to know where the shirts are and they're like playing it cool. And it's like you can't do this to the person that you've done this with. Yeah, you can't play these tricks on some. You know, you th- can't trick a tricker. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where. Um, they needed someone to be on like Thomas's equal level of like playing tricks on him or whatever. So this is kind of like why it went this way. I think. Oh, Brian killed a fetus. I know. <laughs> it's impossible to come back from that one, really. But then you know, like the narrative, we're clearly supposed to take O'Brien's side. We're supposed yeah. to be like, Alfred deserves this. Alfred yeah. deserves this support. We don't even know who Alfred is. Does he really deserve it? He just needs a job. And I do like Alfred. Yeah, he's nice enough. Alfred is a charming character, and he's he's like two episodes in. I, I'm a fan. Yeah, I, I love how he was wooing that American. That American Ooh, girl Ms. was. Reed. Oh my god, man! Every, every time she'd look at him, I, it would kill me because and the, he winks at her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she's a looker for American. Like he, he's good for him, man. Like and and like yeah, they kiss. I think they kiss twice. And Daisy's like in the background. Every time sides. they kiss or every time, like Daisy just, it made me laugh when they're outside secluded in this area. She kisses him. And then Daisy's like, Whoa! she like sees them. It's so stupid. Like, it just reminded me of um, Furious 7 with Jason Statham, where it's like every time they get to a very important scene oh, in like yeah. another part of the world, he just door shows opens up and he's there. Yeah. It's yeah. just two people well, kissing. Like, yeah. She just, like a video game, she just randomly generates to be there to like. <laughs> Yeah, she's just a gif in the background, just like Home Alone face. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Daisy's like, "Do you even like her?" It's like, and then he's like, "She makes me happy." Shut up. Yeah, because like Daisy, what are you doing aside from complaining and everything? Um, also, Daisy, it's 1920s. People move a little oh, faster. Yeah, that's right. 19. That's a hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I like how like Alfred's like, "Should we be doing this?" And then, yeah, the American says it's 1920. And it's like that's why Daisy. People move fast now. It's a new decade. Um, I do like that O'Brien says to Alfred, we'll make him sorry about Thomas. It's like, oh, he messed uh, with the O'Brien family? Yeah. We'll get him. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back around to that. But if I'm <laughs> Alfred, I'm like, you, you're like a weird like, 50-year-old aunt or whatever you, she is to him. Yeah. Like, what? Maybe you should hang out with people your own age. <laughs> there's not many people to hang out with there. What are you talking about? There's a whole crew. There's yeah. Patmore, there's Hughes, there's Carson. Do you want to hang out with Pat Moore? <laughs> Do you want to hang out with O'Brien? 
No. <laughs> so that's probably why it's hard to make friends there. I don't know. But there are people who are friends. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, I hope that American comes back, though, for Alfred. Miss Reed? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I liked her. We'll see. Um, <laughs> there was a good bit in between all this, though, of um, after they burned the hole in the coattails of Mosley running to the manor. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Exhausted out of breath. And then he's like, it didn't come on the train. We didn't get the, the thing fixed. Yeah. Oh yeah, and there's the shot of like, again, this show is so weird in its visuals that everyone's always dressed mm-hmm. up of like Lord Grantham in a robe with no shirt on. I know, I noted that. It's the <laughs> first time we've seen like the chest of like uh, Grantham. It's like, whoa, dude. Yeah. Bare chested. I know. Where did all the shirts go? I do love though in the scene though at the party, you can kind of see Grantham's shirt is kind of like, it doesn't fit. It's like a little loose because they, they had to make do with something else. <laughs> and then uh, the dowager says they're dressed for a barbecue. Yeah, he looks like a Chicago bootlegger. Yeah, he feels like a Chicago bootlegger because the the black tie affair going on. Oh man, that uh, was a very. <laughs> I mean, I it, I did like in that scene with Thomas and mm-hmm. Grantham where he's like, "Are you not popular downstairs?" And Thomas is like, "I don't I, I don't know if I'd say that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He he's, he knows. He it. only got thrown up against the wall how many times and punched. Yeah, but he successfully convinced Grantham that it'd be like, do we need that Alfred guy? Why don't we get Mosley or whatever? And which is a fair thing to do. And Matthew's yeah. not the happiest about and also, it. Also, to be fair, Mosley should be there. Yeah, Mo- yeah. That's um, what Mosley wants. Yeah, I think that's it for like the major plot lines this episode. Yeah. Uh, was there any good quotes that you had? Um. Not really. I think uh, I think we kind of covered them. There was there was one from Carson though when he was talking about the the drama going on at the party. He said uh, it looks like we're uh, it looks like we're staring into the fire of Gamora. Oh yeah, I did I did remember that. <laughs> like, oh man, <laughs> just really really calling calling it out. Um, Matthew saying it still seems odd to be found in your bed. Yeah, Anna, yeah. Mm, yep. Anna just walks in. And, and Anna's like, well, me and Mr. Bates have done worse. So it's like, no, you haven't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mary says, I know someone with plenty of tin. Grandmama, she's got plenty of tin. I don't know how much tin is worth, but... Is that coal graveler tin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of, like, trash talking of America in this I know, episode. I know. I didn't know how to feel about that. I did, like, the big... T- it was a really lame twist where it's like, I'd love to help you out. Come to New York or Newport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the dowager's like, <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, with, uh, the grandma says, "Isn't that what the English expect of rich Americans? Which is just to hand out money." Yes. Yep. Yeah. If you ever met anyone British, they're always asking for money. Yep. Every single one of them. Yeah. That's why we only have we don't have any British friends, do we? Um. No, I don't think so. Yeah. If you're a British fan, we like you. We do like you. I, I don't know if we'll also, give you money. You, but. Yeah, if you want to give us um, some money to keep the podcast <laughs> Or get alive. us on the movie. Get us in the movie. Yeah, get us connected. Yeah. Maybe your buddy who helped your car out mm-hmm. at a high clear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Help, help oh, us. I'd go back and talk to him. Uh, oh, there was one other thing that I liked was uh, for some reason they did this weird cut in the episode where Ethel is leaving and you hear a door slam, but it's the same as the door opening for Clarkson entering the room for... Uh, Patmore and Hughes, which almost made me almost made me think is like Ethel walking in the room where Patmore and Hughes are, but it was like it's just the funny way they edited it. I thought it really stood out. Just there was also I, I took note of something, and I always get away from my notes when we're just talking. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh oh the money they're talking about the inheritance, yeah, and it's like Matthew and I think Lord Grantham, and it just cuts to like the other part of the room where the Dowager and Mary are talking about mm-hmm. it, and it's like 
a nice little cross cut of the same yeah. conversation happening. It was very good. Uh, this was a good episode visually. Yeah. So was this a good episode, Dan Abby? This was a good like a solid breather. Yeah. This was a we're ramping up the action for something more. Yeah. I like the stuff with Thomas and Alfred, and I really want. I don't like O'Brien. I don't love Thomas, but I feel like he is justified in his mm-hmm. negativity, even if it's not like. Still a jerk, but a jerk who has definitely worked to be where he is. Yeah. Even if he wanted to quit. <laughs> yeah. So what's those plaster dust? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so the rankings? Yeah, I'll start mm-hmm. on the bottom. For a middling episode, these rankings might seem a little funky. Sure. I think Lord Grantham is is number three on my bottom. Okay. Still with the money. Yeah. There's no conclusion. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. You know, he doesn't get. He has two potential sources for the money, and both don't seem interested in giving it. One can't. Mm-hmm. So, I, I have Thomas. Thomas is my number two. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have a good week. He 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 lost he got the played. shirts. Yeah, yeah, he got played. Yeah, not going well for him. Not as bad. He's had worse moments, so that's why he's only at number three. Yeah, but you know, this is kind of not a bad week. So yeah. So who's your number two then? Mary. Mary. Because she she wants the money. She wants the house, and it doesn't look like things are going her way. Yeah, and that's fair. Grandma isn't doing anything to help her out, and Matthew's not doing anything to help her out. She's she's not getting her way this week, aside from in the bedroom with Matthew. Yeah, I mean that's a good thing to get her way. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Well, I think number one is pretty clear, Mrs. Hughes. Well, no. See, I I, I almost I thought about this. We don't know. We don't know what she's got going on. Inconclusive. That's still, you know. We got two months to sit with this, so I don't know. I didn't want. It's probably going to be the worst two months of her life if it's, you know, regardless. Well, we'll we'll get there when we know. So who has a worse week? I thought Grantham did. You thought he had the worst week? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not only the money thing carrying on, the whole Edith with Sir Anthony thing is getting worse for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he did not get what he wanted there, and the financial thing is not working out. So, and he didn't have a shirt. So there, he was there, made to look like a fool. At there's his own a few knocks. I know cancer is rough, but we don't know if it's cancer. Yeah, it's but 50, it's still, 50. still. I mean, fifty-fifty. Living in that moment can't be great. Yeah, no, I have her. I have her definitely in the neutral zone. She's not having a good week. <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. So who do you have on number three going up? Alfred. Okay. He he he, got, he snogged an American, and he uh, you know he. He got his he he got some comeuppance on Thomas a little bit at the end of the episode, so he had a pretty good week. He kept his no, he didn't lose. Kept his, I don't know, he's doing okay. He he kissed an American. I have Sir Anthony as number oh, three. Oh no, <laughs> I don't want to support this in any way or give. But him, you can't deny the man what he gets. He didn't. He doesn't want this, does he? Does he want it? He he does. He kisses. He initiates a kiss. That's true. That is true. I, you can't beat Father Time. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't give Sir. He's, da- he's dating a girl quarter century his junior. He's the, he, he beat Father Time. <laughs> he did. I guess he is. All right. I don't want to support this. Um, number two, I got Bates. Bates. Yeah. Yeah. No. I know he's still <laughs> in jail. He has the upper hand on his weird. Salad. Yeah. He throws a man up against the wall, and then he has the dreams of Anna. I I, I think it's pretty good for him. I I just lo- I just relish these moments of him being aggressive. Like it's just it's so <laughs> the best. All right, fine, whatever. Okay. I I have uh, a tie for two, and it's O'Brien and Alfred. Okay, because they get the win on Thomas. Yeah, O'Brien. As much as I hate her, and I really don't mm-hmm. like her. Yeah, she's a baby killer. Yeah, they win. They get yeah. the shirts. It's true. Alfred. I was gonna give Alfred the edge. Yeah, but I feel like 
he doesn't have enough of an advantage to mm-hmm. really stand on his own. But he yeah. does kiss Reed. Yeah. Kudos. Yeah. We got to be on the same page for who's number one, right? I have Cousin Matthew as number one. What? No, we're not on the same page at all. <laughs> I have Grandmama. She, yeah, but like I said, she's an agent of chaos. She, she doesn't sa- get anything done. She saves the party from being going haywire. And she also is there to like give like options of like what to do, at least if things go sideways. She's actually giving good suggestions on that. So. I did have a tough time with my up rankings this week. Yeah. So, but I think Matthew's got a, he bought a car. Yeah, sure. He's, you know, he's a happy man. It's true. He's just having a good week. I don't know if it's a great week, but he's just having a, you know. So her Anthony should be number one for me. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know about that. But I think Matthew's life, what did he say? His eyes have been opened. <laughs> he's got to deal with this pressure of people hitting them up for money. But it's his own, you know. Yeah. It's a good problem to have. It's true. That is true. That is good for him. I do like that Mary walks in and she's like, you look like you've been here for hours. And he's like, I'm just waiting on this information to find <laughs> out if I get the... But then he doesn't want the money. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's that's Cousin Matthew. All right. Well, good for him. I'm I'm all on the grandma mod board. Bring back <laughs> Shirley MacLaine. I don't know. I like the character. I just yeah. feel like she is an accent. Okay. A very good accent to this already oh, colorful. She canvas. also gets away with upsetting Violet and everyone. Like it's it's just, it's fun. It's I like. She it. is a great character. I yeah. like the character. Okay, and she gets to go back to America now. Yeah, we're gonna miss her. Yeah, come back soon for sure. Surely. All right. Well, that wraps it up, I guess, for this week. Yeah. So, more movie talk as we get it. Yeah, as more updates come out, you know, we'll definitely fill you in. We'll see. Do if- you think they'll put any like? There's got to be some new characters. It can't just be the same character. Oh, right. There's always got to be like a new character. Do you think character. we'll get like like Idris Elba to be in it? <laughs> I don't know. He's pretty busy. Isn't he going to be in... Um, Fast and Furious? Yeah, he's going to be in that spinoff. Uh, let's get Hugh Grant in there. I think it's overdue. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah what yeah. was... um? You ever see... Was it... Who did the thing with, with Jeremy Piven? Oh, oh, Mr. Selfridge? Yo, was it was it that or was it like the Clooney in Downton? Have you ever seen that? Oh, Clooney at Down. Yeah, I think that's like, it was a, like clip a clip online. Clip online. Yeah, yeah. We could do a whole episode on that clip. Or George Clooney shows up in the movie. He might. <laughs> With Giamatti. Giamatti. I mean, Giamatti could come back. Yeah. We'll get to him eventually. We'll get to, That's going to be a huge moment. Isn't that like season five or something? Season six? I don't know. I don't remember. It all blurs together. Um, but yeah, again, hit us up on the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram if you have any questions, comments, I, suggestions of things you want to see in the movie or ideas about the movie. Yeah, let us know what you want. We'll put some fan theories up. Fan desires. Yeah, for <laughs> Down, sure. Hashtag Downton Desires. We'll look it up. <laughs> yep. Uh, but until then, you know, we'll catch you next time when we cover Season 3, Episode 3. Wow. Yeah. 303. 303. <laughs> Indeed. Bye. Bye.